Welcome. Welcome to the While My Batteries Charge podcast. Join us as we talk about all things radio controlled. And now, your host. Folks, this man, he is the king. Mr. CCXRC himself. Tony CC. Tony CC. Hey, what is going on, guys? Welcome to another While My Batteries Charge podcast. Today, we've got some really uh, good stuff coming for you. Lots of Q&A. Going to start doing some of that on Instagram and then doing a little follow-up on here on the podcast. Let you guys ask some questions. Um, and I can give more thorough answers here than I can on Instagram. Uh, but one of the questions sparked kind of what I want to get into today, and that is what's my favorite thing about the RC hobby. Now, the answer to that might not be what you think it's going to be, uh, but we're going to get to that a little bit later in the program. I'm going to start with a few of the easier questions, and uh, we'll go from there. So um, the first question that I got was for my recommendation, uh, they want their SMT-10 to do 35 to 40 miles per hour. What are my recommendations? And uh, my recommendations for that is not to do it. <laughs> it's not really built for that kind of speed. Um, you know, at 26 to 30, it's getting pretty fast already. Control gets a little bit crazy with them. Uh, I mean, you could do it, you know, 3S, 4S battery and uh, 16 to 17 tooth pinion stock gearing the rest of the way. But you're going to want to have uh, probably the HD spiral cut gears in your diffs. You've already got the metal gears down the transmission if you have the new SMT-10. So you could do it. That's not what these trucks are intended for, I don't think. But, um, yeah, you'll see a lot of stuff break at that speed. You're going to uh, need to upgrade probably your drive shafts because those things are going to uh, licorice like crazy under that much power and speed. But uh, it, it's doable. Um, you could also get a smaller spur gear, and uh, you could even go back down then on your pinion gear to get a little bit of that extra speed. But uh, they get they get fairly fast when you start going brushless. So yeah, that's what I would say to that. Uh, my favorite RCs that I own top three, uh, the low C five T I think is top. Uh, you know that's when I go out, and it's going to be later on what I get to about one of my favorite things about the hobby, but. When I just want to get out there and um, have fun, clear my head, I bring the uh, 5T out, get some rap going, and uh, yeah, it's a blast. And you don't see me record that one very often when, uh, often when I run it. And uh, I run it more than you think because you don't see it that often on the channel, but I just pull it out and I rip it up and down the street. Uh, not in the backyard as much, trying, trying not to get it super dirty, but just really powering it around the, the cul-de-sac and down the street and listening to it open up just is amazing. Uh, the second one is my Freestyle RC, the ZRD. Um, I just love the look of that truck. I love everything about it. I wanted it for so long. Finally got it. Um, the axles are amazing. Transmission, the build quality is just second to none. And uh, it's my metal militia body. It's just, it's a beast of a truck. And uh, so that's my number two. And uh, number three would be the Losi DBXLE. So um, I just love the big stuff, guys. The big cars are really where uh, what I enjoy in the hobby right now. Got the Primal RC coming. 
Raminator. I got the tires in last night and the axles, I think. Uh, so I got one box, one of two, or one of three, actually. I think the other one's going to be a, a, a clear body that I ordered. But, um, yeah, so that is going to be another big one that I've got coming. It's probably going to take one of the top two spots <laughs> once it's done and, and working, I have a feeling. Um, but, yeah, for a long time, the X-Max sat up there at the top. You know, that was my first large scale. And, um, and even when I first got the DBXLE, I didn't dethrone it. But over time, once I started realizing what the DBXLE was for and how to run it uh, without, you know, damaging it. And it's not the big air basher, but it's more of a long jumper and just like tear everything up. I just, I, I absolutely love the DBXLE now. So, uh, so the X-Max slash Crate Nate S would be sitting there in the, the four spot. So when will we see the unboxing of the new huge monster truck? And sorry, I'm not attributing the, um, the questions guys. I didn't want to mess this up. So I did screenshots and it doesn't show who asked the questions in my screenshots here. So, uh, this is in my Instagram story where I got these Q and a Monday. It's hopefully a new thread that I'm going to be doing. Um, and then, so they asked about the, the new primal, uh, when they're going to see an unboxing and I don't know that I'm going to do an unboxing. It's so big that I'm definitely not going to bring it up to the studio. I'm probably going to do everything in the garage, which is kind of trashed. Um, un you know, videos like this make it everything slow down. I might just do like a build, you know, build it all up and then just be like, here it is. Here's all the parts. Here's what we had to do. I don't know that I'm going to do a kind of unboxing or build necessarily. So we'll see. Um, but the rest of it arrives today and, uh, yeah, I'm excited about that size comparison with the five T overall build quality, general thoughts. Thanks. Uh, five T is the biggest car that I have to date. That's built. It's huge, bigger than the low CDB XLE, bigger than the X max, all of that. So it is a big truck. And it looks amazing now with that new Gravedigger body I got for it. But the Primal RC is going to dwarf it pretty much. So uh, you didn't say what you wanted to compare it to. So I'll compare it to some of those trucks. And uh, then we'll compare it with the Primal when that's built. So I'll do something like that for you. Overall build quality of the 5T is amazing. I'm running pretty much everything stock. Except I did finally just put a new pipe on it. And, um, that definitely is helping with the, the top speed of it. I did get new gear, uh, pinion gear to put on and the little motor mounts that you put on to spacers. So need to install those to get that little extra speed for the racetrack. But overall build quality is great. I don't jump it a lot anymore because I am racing at oval. If there was a track to race it on that had jumps, you know, I'd be all on it. But, um, because there's not, I'm not just taking it to the backyard where I could break something, which I don't know that I would. But I just kind of have been steering away from it since I've started racing it. But it's it's awesome. The um, This is the question I'm coming back to. What's your favorite thing about the RC hobby? Uh, am I going to the World Finals this year in May? I think this was Kyle Crone. This is one of them I do remember. And I don't know which World Finals he means. Uh, the Monster Jam World Finals or the No Limit RC World Finals. So there's two of them happening in May. But there's also the... The Richmond, uh, the, the showdown, Solid Axle Showdown, that's happening May 1st through 3rd. So there's a lot of stuff happening, RC Monster Trucks, in May. 
because um, there is a monster truck race, RC monster truck at the big Monster Jam World Finals. That is by invite only. I was not invited to that uh, to to race in that, but I have been asking if I could come down and um, you know film it because last year there just wasn't a lot of footage of it. Uh, J Concepts did come out with a video um, on it that was good, but um, yeah, I just kind of wanted to bring people to it through video. So we'll see. It is the same time as the uh, Solid Expo Showdown, which is actually having uh, Primal RC Raminator, Raminator racing. Oh, man, can't talk. They are having a race, Primal RC, at the Solid Axle Showdown in Richmond, Virginia in May. And it's only an hour and a half from me. So going to Orlando versus going to that, it's kind of a toss-up. I heard there's going to be a Primal RC race in Orlando. And I might be able to get invited to that with my Primal. So we'll see what's going on with that. Um, so last thing, uh, no, there's a couple more. Is it too, is too fast really a thing and what could go wrong? <laughs> uh, I think too fast, you know, for the speed guys, it's not a thing. They're just going to keep going and you see everything that can go wrong, goes wrong. Uh, burning up motors, cars catching on fire, rolling and going, becoming just obliterated into shards of pieces flying through the air. Uh, there's a lot that can go wrong, but they're trying to, man, it's a speed game. That's what they're shooting for. And so the wrecks along the way are kind of like the speed bumps or the rollovers in other racing. So uh, quite a bit more money and damage involved in their speed bumps. But, um, yeah, man, they're, they're just pushing it, and I love to see it. You know, for monster truck stuff like that, there is, you know, too fast. It really is a thing. Uh, if you're too fast for the track, too fast to control it. Um, if the higher top speed limits your... Uh, your low end power, your acceleration, um, to get up and out of the, out of corners, depending on the track layout. Yeah. I think too much of a speed is a thing. Um, for me, definitely. I find that my slower cars I do better with because even when I think I'm pushing it and there's only so much I can push it and uh, not get way out of control. Uh, 4S Creighton power system upgrade. He wants it to be faster. I would just start with the pinion going a little bigger on that. Uh, you go too big, you've got plastic parts, you know, your, your drive shafts are plastic. You know, I think you're just going to start seeing problems. It already goes 50 miles an hour wheelies on command. It's a pretty stinking rad truck for a 4s for 400 bucks. Um, I would just put RPMs on it and call it good, but that's just me. So I don't have an answer for you there because, uh, I don't know what I would put in it, honestly. Do you need any modifications to the SMT-10 for it to survive brushless? And that is no with a caveat. You don't need to. They've now gone and they've put in metal gears in the transmission to allow you to run brushless. Uh, and that's that's awesome. But with the extra speed comes extra damage. And that's where I put in axle tubes just to help with any harder, bigger, crazier landings. You're going to get bigger air and be off kilter in the air potentially and land weird. So beef tubes would help with that. Um, what else? Uh, eventually your diffs are going to start to click probably. And so I would put in the HD spiral cut gears. Now I've found that that doesn't happen as much if you don't change out your drive shaft. So if you keep them plastic, they tend to twist the little insert in the middle tends to licorice 
under power instead of that going straight to your diffs. So it feels like it almost kind of lessens the blow. And I haven't noticed as much problem there. But if you do upgrade to like MIP drive shafts, all of that power is going to hit those diffs and you're going to get it clicking pretty quick from the high speed to braking and all of that kind of hitting the brakes. And, um, but once you put in the HD gears, the spiral cut gears, like the ring and pinion in the axle, it's, it's amazing. So once I put those in, I haven't ever had it click again. They've, <laughs> that was, you know, a one and done for me on my trucks. Once I've put those in, I have not had any more diff problems, knock on wood. So technically, no, you can do it, but I think over time you will see some damage. And when you replace it, I would replace things with the spiral cut HD gears in your axles. So going back to the main question that made me want to do this podcast, and that is what's your favorite thing about the RC hobby? My favorite thing about the RC hobby is that it's therapy, the therapy that it provides me. You know, when I'm stressed out, when I'm mad about something, I can just go out there and I can just kind of run an RC and just kind of think while I'm out there running it, you know, process through things and, uh, you know, find a little enjoyment, have something to smile about and uh, just run RCs. And it's kind of like a therapy. So I think that's my favorite thing about it. It's not the answer that probably they were expecting. Um, this is from trailer trash racing. And, um, you know, if you're asking about what my favorite part of the hobby is, it would be monster trucks. Like if, if you want to be technical about it. Um, but I think really for me, the ability to just go out and think about doing something and do it with these little toy trucks and the enjoyment. So typically when I do that kind of thing though, I'm not filming because that just adds another element of stress potentially. Uh, because you're trying to do too many things at once. So that's when I break out the 5T and I just, you know, let that engine brap, brap, brap down the road. And, uh, you know, just the enjoyment and the smile that I get from running that thing around. Uh, it's kind of a, it's a therapy. Um, I don't really get the therapy from wrenching. I don't know if some people do. Um, it's not my favorite part of the hobby. I like to do it. Don't get me wrong. It's not my favorite part. My favorite part's running them for sure. And there's certain builds that I really like doing. And there's other tedious work that I just don't like doing, like diffs and shock rebuilds and stuff like that. Um, do it when you have to, but not my favorite. Uh, I've really had a lot of fun putting together the Michigan Ice Monster, Cloud Buster, working through some of the problems with that. Now I've got the ZRP steering on the front of that, and it it bolts down through the axle in a weird way to make an axle-mounted servo on the Cloud Buster axle. Uh, and I'm wondering if the CPE version is better because it uses two screws on the side of the axle. And I don't like the look of this CPE as much with the side mounted, but I feel like it bolts in stronger and tighter instead of like the two tabs that the ZRP uses to kind of lock it in place with the screw down. It moves a lot. Um, so I can't get it to quite bite. And then I start to lose steering because the whole servos moving around and not pushing the tires. So I need to figure out how to remedy that. But overall, I've really liked putting that together, um, work through some of the problems. Cause I got it used the uh, actual components of it. I bought a, a used cloud buster to put in a custom made J uh, Jason Saunders chassis that he made for me that has great weighting and all of that. 
uh, just to make it super trick for the retro racing. And, um, but yeah, the front axles wouldn't move, started smoking the brand new motors that I'd just water broke in and taking the time to do. And it's just frustrating in a way, but also like, all right, let's tear this apart again and let's get to it. And basically somebody, whoever was working on it had put a, a screw that was too long into the axle, which was literally just hitting the gears inside. And so when I backed that screw out and put in a shorter one, once I realized that that's what it was, it, um, spun freely. So I kind of had a feeling that might be what was happening. So I was checking those screws before I even took the axle fully apart. And I found one of them right away. Third screw I undid and, um, uh, well fifth, cause I took the motor out and all that just to make sure it wasn't binding weird, but yeah, so that kind of building I've, I've had a lot of fun with this past week and I've done a lot of repairs. I repaired, um, little things like the, um, the low CDBXLE, the spur geared slipped. So I cleaned all the, the pinion and all that and the grip screw off with brake cleaner, re-put on blue thread lock, hoping it'll bite better um, and not slip, probably because I was putting on a dirty pinion and it just wasn't adhering the way I needed it to. But um, then also I, I uh, my motor slid on the Tenacity DB Pro, so I kind of put that back in, same deal, cleaned stuff out, put blue Loctite on and really wrenched it in place. Um, new slipper in the, um, the Creighton 4S, um, cause that was broken over tightening it to do a demo video of how to lock it up. And, uh, yeah, so lots of little things like that. Uh, I worked on last night, like four different vehicles. I kind of finished up. And so I was excited about that and I have a few more that are on shelves kind of in small broken states. Uh, the slash son of a digger still needs a new, um, I don't even remember what I busted on that. It was like a steering arm, I guess. Turnbuckle I broke. So I have a new one to put on that. But anyway, guys, the, uh, that's it. The, the RC hobby for me is therapy. And I really find a lot of enjoyment out of it. I, I enjoy watching the videos. I find therapy there, seeing what other people are doing. Just kind of a break. When I need a break, I'll go watch some YouTube videos, see what you guys are doing, because you guys are way more innovative and and creative than I am with the RCs, and I'm kind of like, do it how it's supposed to be done, and you guys like to stretch things and try different things, try drift wheels on the Mad Van and, and crazy stuff that I don't think to do, and so it's exciting for me to get out and watch and see what y'all are doing and um, kind of spur my creative juices. My creative juices are more in video world, actual production side of things, um, for work and that in storytelling. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not super mechanical. So all of this, the past six, seven years has been a super learning experience for me as I've learned about what parts of a car are, you know, what turnbuckles are, what a C hub carry, you know, carrier hubs are and uh, all the different, you know, differentials. I had no idea what a differential was seven years ago. So I, I've had to grow a lot, um, learn how to program the, the controllers and the uh, set endpoints. All that kind of stuff was so foreign to me. And um, so now I'm terrified. I'm getting to that old man stage now where it's like you don't learn new things. And so, you know, I think I'm stuck forever in the spectrum world of <laughs> transmitters and receivers because I know what I'm doing in them. And, uh, it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks. So 
anyway, I joke, but I mean, so it's been a crazy learning experience as I look at where I was when I started and I still don't know a ton. Like you guys, I ask for help all the time, uh, trying to figure out what KVs I want to run because I want to run certain like three S or 4S batteries and you know, stuff I, you know, some people would think I should just know off the top of my head. I still have to look at the boxes and still have to do my research before every single purchase to figure out what I want. It's not like, Ooh, I got this. I'm going to put in a 5,700 KV run that bad boy on two S three S you know, uh, I, you know, I don't know. I typically stay in the middle because it's been easier, you know, castle creations, 4,600 KV sidewinder and, uh, just go for it. But, um, you know, going into the bigger size motors, the lower KVs, all that kind of stuff has been a learning experience for the past two years for me. And uh, so I love to grow. I love to learn new things. So that is what has been also kind of therapeutic for me is uh, I'm always in this state of trying to learn. Even in my work field, there's new techniques that we do with video. There's 360 virtual reality video, trying to be on the cutting edge of all of that kind of stuff. And you guys have seen where we did the first RC video in virtual reality, some of that stuff, but that's because I'm doing it for work and wanting to stay ahead of the game. And, um, those tools that I buy to learn for there, I try and mess around with in the RC world as well. But anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in to another while my batteries charge podcast, this podcast brought to you by venom batteries. This podcast brought to you by Venom Batteries. That's a little better. I was in the stuck on the V's there for a little while. This podcast brought to you by Venom <laughs> Batteries. Um, no, guys, Venom Power has been super gracious to me and helped me power my vehicles for the past two years. Uh, and I've been a supporter of theirs for the past five. It's the uh, only lipos I really purchased uh, to run in my vehicles and uh, back in the day drones and airplanes, all that kind of stuff. So what they sold at my local hobby shop, they got me hooked on them. I loved the ability to just have the quick connect adapters and uh, go from there. So anyway, guys, uh, hope you have fun RCing. Catch you next time. <laughs>